0: Death Watch.
1: All right, everyone, welcome back to Death Watch Productions, Call of Cthulhu. Uh, we are picking up where we left off on the Seeker of the Depths campaign. A uh, quick recap from last time. Uh, the group, the investigators have joined uh, G.E. Kincaid in his attempt to prove... the world that he actually did find Egyptian hieroglyphs and proof of Egyptians in the Grand Canyon Uh, they traveled downriver for a few days and then found a good camping spot Uh, found several caves in the cliffs that looked promising and when they investigated them they they have found much evidence to support Kincaid uh, at the end of the game session they had found some strange creatures inside one of the caves uh, along with some Egyptian hieroglyphics and um, managed to escape from these creatures and get back to their camp. Um, and they were planning on heading down to or I believe we had left off right as they got back to camp and found uh, the information about the southern cave. So we'll be picking up from there. Uh, but first, let's introduce everyone. I'll start with Brandon.
2: Yes, I'm Brandon. I'll be playing Arthur Johansson. And I'm a river guide who knows nothing about Egypt or Egyptians and didn't expect to find anything on this trip. But when we did, now I'm I'm very reluctant to return to the caves with these odd creatures that are clearly dangerous. Okay.
0: Hi, I'm Chris. I'm playing Dr. Eugene Tarnahan, uh, a doctor who's recently taken a sabbatical due to PTSD from losing 47 patients in his ER.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I'm Travis playing James Higgins, a young occultist from a wealthy New York family. And I'm excited to return to these caves because I foolishly believe there's no danger from these creatures. <laughs> I'm playing
4: William Sterling. The archaeologist from Egypt here to uh, oversee the sloppiness of Kincaid mm-hmm. and his, and have have after finding the Egyptian glyphs in the cave in our last expedition, um, my character is very excited to go back and keep putting the puzzle together.
1: And last but not
5: least, John, is so I'm John playing uh, Harold Jacobson, who's a. An orphan that was uh, taken in by a Hopi tribe and returned to civilization. Who's currently been working with um, I can't remember what his name is, Arthur or something. I just met the guy two weeks ago. So. <laughs> uh, Arthur Joe Hanson, sorry. And uh, I, I'm also a bit hesitant to return to these these caves after hearing some of the stories they came back with, as it's obvious that there's Some type of uh, gas leak or something in there.
1: (laughs) All right. So, yeah, we'll pick it up where we left off. Uh, Everyone had just reached the camp and and traded tales on what they would undergone, and they are planning for what they intend to do the next day.
3: I just wanted to say how lore appropriate it was for you to not bring that piece with the Egyptian writing with you from Mm. the cave. That's... (laughs) Literally, what an H.P. Lovecraft protagonist would do, because <laughs> oh. <laughs> no then we'll die here shortly, and no one will know. <laughs> but yes, I, I think um, we're planning to go to the southern cave with the chasm climbing gear. I'm quite excited to do so. Are you all ready to set off?
1: Yes, it is night. Uh, like you just barely got yes. back to the camp, so
5: here. Uh, yeah, I would suggest waiting. For morning before we leave. I know, you're eager, Of course. But. Well,
2: if we're going to go back in there, we need to go prepared. We'll need yeah, light.
5: Let's go get some dynamite.
2: And we'll need, <laughs> we'll need weapons that sounded like there were a lot of those. And if they decide to attack, they're big enough to be dangerous, whatever they are. Clearly, they already killed one person.
1: And but, Harold, you do have uh, several weapons um, that you can share with the rest of the company if you want.
2: Yeah, Harold, you got some GATs.
1: Or let's see, did that not Let me transfer see. over on your Yeah, no, they're there. Um those shotgun ones, you have two shotguns that are this that are the two gauge uh shotguns. So um, do I have
5: everything that's in my uh G- my combat G-L. thing? Uh, yeah, I'm I'm like yeah, a, got, a
1: damn that, gun store here. Your your shotgun is broken out by range, uh for damage purposes. Oh, so okay. you don't you don't have three of them You've got. Yes, you've got. Two I got.
5: Them. This is my short gun or short range shotgun, uh, holster uh, sling that on my shoulder and unsling another one. This is my medium range shotgun. I know they look exactly the same. And then you yeah. got a reliable long range shotgun.
0: Yeah, the chokes different on them. It works.
1: <laughs> but yeah, so you yeah you've got your got thirty odd six three. with you. You've got your twenty two bolt action rifle, and then you've got uh, two shotguns with you.
2: Well, so, I'm good with my three fifty seven Magnum revolver.
5: As who does not have a firearm? I do not have a firearm. is I'm uh, going to hand him a shotgun. All
1: right. I'll look down the barrel. Yeah, is it loaded? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> no. <laughs> take it back. <laughs> so, Dr. Eugene, uh, you're going to take one of the shotguns? Yep. And there's only one way to tell if these things are loaded. I'll point it at uh, one of my
0: companions and pull the trigger.
2: <laughs> you couldn't have asked. <laughs> he did. He even looked down. I the am a man of action. <laughs> oh, oh, man. All right. And then we'll need to make sure we have plenty of light, lanterns, electric torches. What else creates light? Uh, the sun. That's yes. why we need dynamite. We'll need the sun. <laughs> <laughs>
5: <laughs> Is, uh. Perhaps with a, James uh, Higgins and William, do you guys have appropriate firearms?
3: I do not, and I, I am uncertain if I have the skill to use one appropriately. You're an American,
5: you, uh, yeah. you strike me as a, a twenty. Yes, but I have a transatlantic type of guy affectation. All right, Chris, we make
3: sure <laughs> you're you shotguns
1: in your yeah. inventory. I see it on the compass.
3: Figure uh, a young frail kid like yourself. Okay. Probably yeah, that should be, be better should off be with this. Well, that is my highest firearm skill rating.
4: I also don't have a firearm, William, here.
3: Is a shotgun or a 30-06? I'd
4: take the one. shotgun for this close quarter fighting. You got it. I'll right.
0: unsling the last shotgun and hand it off.
4: You plus, you
1: also good.
0: get a slightly higher skill base in shotguns and rifles. So
4: oh, you know what I need? Got it. I wonder if we shouldn't send our porters uh, back to the cave, bury that body. Oh, <laughs> and then watch the the hole is blocked return. up. Mm-hmm.
1: See if anything's come out of it.
0: What was it? Was the was the tunnel that they found in the south? Was that one wide open? Or?
1: Yeah, the uh, the way that he described it when he got back was that it it looked just like a natural hole in the in mm-hmm. the cliff face that. Uh, that went through and then on the other side of kind of the, of a chasm, he could see another entrance and he, in there he could see uh kind of a door.
0: Mm. Yeah. That might be a good idea, you know, but as the ones closer to camp, make sure it's sealed off that the can overrun us. If I believe that hogwash, which I do not small lizards run around grabbing people. <laughs> and William, you got the shotgun too, right? Sound like that chupacabra. Yeah, I gave him one.
1: Okay. And 6, 7, 10,
0: By the time I'm done with this character, he <laughs> will be Bobby Boucher's mother. <laughs>
5: He'll be ready to go off into the world and lose another 47 patients. Mm-hmm. Because <laughs> it's the only thing that will keep him sane from
0: now on. I don't know what it is. I just find some sort of comfort when their
1: screams stop. (laughs) All right. So, John, you have your thirty on 6 rifle with you and your machete. And don't forget my trusty machete. Yep. Got your big knife.
0: Uh, So the fun stuff just has when we start shooting because... We're going to probably kill them and not the (laughs) bad guys. It's going to be fun.
1: (laughs) All right. So, yeah. um, When you're talking about that second cave down to the far south, um, you know that it will take about a half a day to get there if you have to climb, if you have to scale your way down the cliff, go across the little chasm, and then come back up. Hmm. Which.
0: Uh, so maybe we should move our whole camp. I swear to God, whoever say that, no, <laughs> I already set this up.
1: <laughs> Dang, Nabbit. So, solidified a plan, or so it sounded like you guys were going to head to that southern one. Um, yeah, there is the suggestion that you move the camp a little bit closer, so that closer to that hear cave that. entrance. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, I well, guess
4: I guess we'll have to come back this way for the boats,
1: regardless. Mm. Uh, one of the porters uh, mentions that they need to move down river to meet your next supply drop anyway, so they can take the boats and uh, meet you. Just get the heck out of here! Yeah, they, I knew well, it. Yeah, mm-hmm. but no, they said they can um, meet us here at Bright Creek. Yep, that they will. Uh, Put the camp at the bottom of uh, Bright Creek. Mm. All right. Bright Angel We're, Creek.
2: Let's move
4: the camp then.
1: Uh, I, <laughs> but it how, will take them about two days, three days to get the boat that far.
4: If this is our plan, I think we should spend another day at the North Tunnel. Recover that Egyptian riding. Go that little bit further okay. that we couldn't see before we just have to backtrack.
0: Means I don't gotta tear all this stuff back down. I'm for it. Wait, are you yeah, fat? That would give you a day hmm? to try and tear. Is your that character down. fat? I play him like he is. He's like 47
1: or <laughs> Do something. Do we think
2: he'd be able to fit through that hole in the door?
1: Uh, if he does, it would be very tight. But most likely, he will not fit through that door. Well, the joke is, is
0: I can. Oh, right, because yeah. like, what it? It was it? I forget what you said. What it was like? Yeah, it was size. body size. Yeah, yeah. So like, size, he's, like so. he's like smaller, but uh, I play him like he's small and rotund. Yeah, but yeah, like uh, I, I'm a size forty with a sixty two dex, so I could probably go through there pretty dang easy. Yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah. That's same size as me.
1: Yeah. So yeah, he he technically should be able to okay wiggle his way through. Although he will probably scrape up uh, his clothes. Yeah probably a boost too (laughs) yeah okay all right are you guys gonna set watch tonight well did had
5: i seen anything in that cave that looked like a lizard man that they're talking about
4: you didn't
1: you didn't see anything at all okay and we, we only saw glimpses of something running yeah yeah although um
2: and we did block up that hole a
1: little bit anyway yeah actually i guess he wasn't there so yeah
3: well, the corpse wasn't preyed upon. It was a, a defensive kill. Yeah. Well, there were some chunks missing, And how maybe did from get the there? defensive chunks. Yeah. <laughs> well, no. I mean, if you come across an animal that's been killed by something, it's tore up. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. In in my limited experience, that is.
1: And um, Arthur, roll your natural world, oh, and uh, Harold as well. I'm nope. just trying to maintain my theory that they eat lichen. Right, so Brandon, you rolled an extreme success on yours. Fumble.
2: Oh, I see. I, d- I thought it didn't roll.
1: Okay. No, yeah, it rolled the. Uh, you rolled the one that has advantage and disadvantage to it, or what are they called? Um, penalty. Yeah. Penalty. Oh, and, I see. It, yeah, advantage. Uh, but yeah, your first one was a a four, so that was an extreme success. Oh. So yeah, no. Seeing the body out there on the cave entrance um you you know that it it wasn't something they were feeding upon it was like they were disposing of it,
2: okay, yeah, yeah, they just wanted it out of their territory their their den, yeah, and really, if they live in there are are they likely to be meat eaters anyway um I mean, what's down there for them to eat
1: you know they they there may be you know, insects or yeah, maybe the or other things like that, or bats or creatures or, yeah, yeah, things that uh, that also live in caves. So there's a possibility, but for the the most likely situation, if it they are meat eaters and it's smaller creatures, yeah,
2: yeah. So I think they were just trying to keep them out of their territory. But now they got a taste for human. Yeah. (laughs) So they'll certainly be violent with us when we go back. We should be prepared for that. But I don't think they'll come seeking us out.
0: (laughs) All right. Well, that's good, because your words have lifted a burden from my soul. So I'll thank you for that, and I'll go to bed. (laughs) And I'll down the rest of my... uh... It's it currently in my flask, I'll have to refill it from the magical stockpile of the morning, yep. but, and I'll uh, stamp out my cigarette or toss it in the fire and I'll just uh, head off to my bed. <laughs> All right. Everybody else
5: heading to bed too? Yep. I'll stay up for just a little while and then, uh, then go to bed.
2: Yeah. Really? The only thing we got to worry about out here in these parts is mountain lions or as I like to call them cougars.
3: <laughs> He's such a right. straight shooter. <laughs> All right. So are you going to stay up for a little
1: while? Uh, yeah, I'll stay up with, for a bit with um, with Harold. Harold. Yeah. Okay. And then James and William, are you going straight to bed, or are you gonna be staying up for a little while? Yeah, I'm just trying to
4: like uh, sketch out what I feel like I saw of those creatures. <laughs>
1: Okay, yeah. Uh, you are an archaeologist, so you have like some skill in uh, at least sketching. Uh, you, you know, you're probably not going to be a fine artist, but you might be able to capture some of what you saw.
4: Yeah, and and is it like? A, well, I wondered if it's perhaps like the Sphinx kind of creatures, like some sort of chimera.
5: Hmm. You mean like a chupacabra?
4: Am I drawing in? <laughs> Do I like magic? Draw. Yeah. Can I roll for that?
3: That's my question. You got to be careful. If you roll for a drawing, you can create a mythos artifact. Yeah. yeah that drives people insane. Yeah. When they look at it. Uh, what did we make him roll for that? Uh, well, they have that skill. And yeah. if he doesn't have any training in it, then I think most of the arts start at like 5%, something like that. Well, if it's linked to his archaeology, th- that he's, yeah, well, arts I, and crafts I, is 5 I would I'd do. offer some conjecture that an archaeologist is... An artist, mm. and so we'll,
1: we'll let you do a hard archaeologist
0: check. Mm-hmm. All archaeologist checks are hard. He was born for this.
1: So yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah you, you actually get a, a pretty decent representation of it of what you saw drawn down.
4: And, and, and how would you describe it? So it's like a lizard lizard legs.
1: Um. Tail. Yeah, like the way that you saw it, it, the the color of it, kind of, and texture of it, seemed almost to match like stone. Uh, but yeah, the the way that it moved its legs seemed almost lizard like. Um, and then at the end of each of it, its two main legs, it's separated into four smaller appendage like things um, that it seemed to be using to to like. gain gain purchase and grip things Um, Okay, and then yeah there was a third one on it third one on its lower part of its torso that seemed to be more like a tail more flexible Um, and then yeah then it also had two upper arms that uh, also seemed to have uh, the same kind of appendages at the end of it and and would you call the appendages like are
4: they mammalian like it, it seems like it's the same joints that we see in nature,
1: and you—you know. uh, you, you barely caught a glimpse of it, so you don't have full right. f- like the. It's not like you had a have a, a really clear picture of it. You saw it for a half a second as it fled into the darkness. So you can get a rough sketch of it, but yeah.
0: And the bone we found was it missing like the the hand part?
1: Yeah, so that, it just have the basic arm. Yeah, it okay. was just like a. A basic arm bone or something, or yeah, forearm bone, if it follows the same kind of anatomy. Uh, Yeah, everyone that's up, make a spot hidden with, uh, is it the green? No, the purple. Oh. I lived for a
2: nighttime spot and stuff. But Harold's got the night vision. So yeah,
1: got a regular one, but not hard. William um, yeah, got the hard. William got the hard. All right. So yeah, you're you're doing your sketching, and you see something move just uphill from the camp, and then it's gone. Does he suddenly have that feeling of being watched?
0: Um. Is the forest, qu- or the canyon quiet, too?
1: No, the canyon actually has all of its normal sounds and stuff, but yeah, he, he definitely feels like there's something out there.
4: Okay, well, being an older gentleman, you know, head over there and take a closer look and take a, take a whiz.
1: Okay. Mm. Before bed. Yeah, you get up there and uh, you find the corpse about 100 feet away from camp. All right, I'm... <laughs> so what? Now they're just <laughs> leaving their their garbage gonna,
5: at our
4: camp step. So I'm gonna shout back to the camp. I think is it fresh corpse?
1: It's the one that you had seen before that you guys didn't want to move because yeah. it was starting to bloat.
4: Oh god! Yeah, I think I'd be terrified. <laughs> oh, at the camp, <laughs> the corpse. And kind of try to rouse everyone and get them to come look at it.
3: Doesn't yeah, rouse us.
5: I so immediately yeah. grab my firearm and head his away. Yeah, that definitely
3: rouses everyone. I'll forget my rifle at my sleeping area. <laughs>
5: <laughs> like a true true uh, scholar. Mm. But did like, you remember your walking stick?
3: <laughs> I don't have a walking stick.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'll grab my gun and I'll hop out of bed. Okay. Uh see what all the shouting's about.
1: So yeah, you uh, you get up there and yeah, the, the corpse that you had seen is there in almost the exact same shape it was before like it's seems unlikely that it could have been moved without having it deteriorate but here it is in the exact same state you saw it before Is I'm
5: going to exclaim is uh did they did they kill a second
2: person It's, it's no, the this same is the corpse. same one for sure
0: This is the one you guys want me to take a look at Yeah it's a corpse
2: <laughs> Yeah well I don't... Like, how did it get here? So I'll, I'll like, look around and see if there's signs that have been dragged here or what. Like, like is there a path from
0: I, where it is?
2: Uh, roll your track.
0: Oh, Let's uh, go take a look at this body yeah, I was
5: about to ask that, too, is can I roll track to see if I can find some tracks? Yeah, mm-hmm. I, don't I don't really have to roll.
0: I'll uh, head back to camp real quick and Spend grab uh, eight
1: luck. my medical
0: bag okay. and...
1: uh so, yeah, Harold, uh, as uh, the good doctor is heading back to get his medical bag to do a further investigation of the corpse, uh, Harold spots uh, some tracks leading up to the body. Uh, it's pretty, like, once you see them, you recognize them as the same kind of weird dimple pattern mm-hmm. in the dirt that uh, that you had seen up, up above. And, yeah, the tracks lead straight to that cave. Mm-hmm. Is, uh, it's obviously
5: they, mm-hmm. they don't uh, mind venturing out. Can Why I, would
3: the creatures bring the corpse to us? Is this a sign of some rudimentary intelligence?
5: Uh, can I uh, do a natural world for some type of comparison to a modern critter that I'm familiar with that might... Uh... The
0: chupacabra. Yeah. <laughs> I also uh, hate to be that guy, but does uh, John's character have uh, dead body... Uh, no, he does not. ah. Um, so yeah, you've got to roll your (laughs) sanity. I hate to be that (laughs) guy, Of
1: course, we want to see them all go (laughs) insane. Roll your sanity, Harold. Mm, Okay, so yeah, yeah, even though it's a disturbing case, you're also a hunter, so yeah, you're used to seeing. I've killed people before,
3: (laughs) I mean, animals, animals, filthy animals. animals. Also, know what it's like when your wife disappears mysteriously. <laughs> <laughs> it
0: could happen anytime, anywhere, on a boat, in a
1: plane. <laughs> so, yeah, if you want to roll a natural world to see if it has any comparisons um, for the scholars or anyone else, uh, they can roll like an anthropology to maybe see.
4: I think we should start
0: dissecting this corpse.
1: <laughs> All right. Fail.
0: So. Oh, just give me a bit, we'll see what I can do. I got a hard success. So please,
1: what you got if you here? Roll, is... uh, if you want to roll an anthropology check.
3: <laughs> what the heck is anthropology? No one knows. <laughs> it's just... <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so yeah. Uh
1: two natural one natural world success, one hard success. Um
3: it's a pretty wide fit, but
1: it's so for uh, Harold, you don't know of any creature that, that would do something like this. Um, Arthur, the only comparison you can make is like a dog fetching something for a human. Like, that's the closest thing you can think or of. Or like is. a cat, maybe. Yeah. Uh, leaving trophies. Yeah. Yeah. That's the closest comparison you can make. But you, you don't understand why, why it would be doing that for people it doesn't know.
2: Yeah. Like, what's the point?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, so good, Dr. Eugene, if you want to roll your first aid, first Um, aid or medicine, um, roll both. All right. All
0: right. Get some light over here for me. These old eyes can't see, especially because
3: it's an
1: electric torch for him.
3: I know. Oh. So
4: he just starts hacking the slashing like a good doctor does. <laughs> so he goes in.
1: Yeah, he's he's. Uh, can I try to
0: vent this corpse to prevent it from popping? Yep. All right. Yeah. First thing we're gonna do here, we're gonna vent this. So you all might want to not stand when. <laughs> <laughs>
1: so yeah, he he vents it, and <laughs> with your uh, your first aid roll, like you can immediately see that this person died of blunt trauma to the skull. Alright. Like that that seems like the, the most apparent. Like all the other wounds on there are, you know, lightly bleeding, but seem to be done mostly post mortem. Alright. Most of this seems to be done after the guy was dead. You
0: see here this uh fracture on the back of the skull? That would done him in. Mm. Uh everything else, I don't know, maybe they're playing with it.
2: What caused that fracture?
0: guy. Okay tell maybe uh, crack the cranium open see if there's anything inside or
1: yeah you can you can do a further investigation do uh, another um th- well we'll count that medicine roll roll mm-hmm. towards this um yeah it looks almost like just a rock hit it or something like that like just something heavy and hard and could
0: it have potentially been done from like a fall like was Like, climbing, or is there not enough, like, neck trauma?
1: Yeah, there's not enough uh, trauma on the rest of the body. Okay. Uh, Scrapes and things like that uh, to kind of think it happened that way. Um, I'm going, if
0: I had to guess, if I had to guess, man, uh, something potentially threw a rock at it or uh, knocked a rock loose and it fell on his skull, just cracked it open.
4: And how old do you think the body is, Doctor?
0: Uh, This heat, level of decomposition. Probably uh, four or five days. Four or five days? Uh, would that signal that maybe it wasn't in the sun, maybe it was in deeper caves? Or Yeah. Uh, but as high as it is down here, I'd say it was probably like uh, most likely in one of these caves. Probably pretty deep. Kept it cool. Allowed it to rot instead of uh, desiccate. <laughs> yeah? yeah? Yeah. Okay.
1: Um, and then make another medicine roll. Uh, just a second. I got to roll some dice here. I'll be right with you. <laughs> oh no! Uh, push. Yeah, you can push, or you can buy it with luck.
5: If he uh, pushes push. and fails, does the uh, the, the corpse explode? Yeah, like, <laughs> and sanity rolls around. Man,
0: yeah.
1: What is It'll that? It'll be something similar to that. How yeah. much is, it, is sure. seven? Seven. Let's push it. Yep. Always push. Bam. <laughs> oh, hard yeah. success alright so yeah when when you vented it you noticed like you caught a smell that you've smelled before uh, that um, made you suspicious so you cut open it's gut and you find just a mass of cancerous polyps inside it hmm. like from the the state of the body this person was dying before the, whatever hit him in the head
0: yeah to be fair, uh, whatever done him in probably did this poor man a blessing. You see all this? This mass? He, he was a dead man walking long before he ever got hit with that rock. Yeah. It's in the gut?
1: Yeah, like and it is spread throughout like yeah, all of his major organs. You can see uh, it just...
0: Given its location and the fact it's metastasized throughout the body, uh, it would have been very painful. This man was
1: probably in agony. And Harold, um, what was it that I had given you for that? Um, what was it?
0: That said, if these creatures are as uh, intelligent as you saying they are, uh, maybe they're giving us back to them so we can bury them. Or
4: or like a communication, like they were saying with the cat bringing the mouse. Mm Mm-hmm. Like showing off, showing its ability to damage us. I I
0: was mostly joking. I don't believe there's these lizard folk out here. (laughs) I know.
1: (laughs) 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 Well, yes, that is what's curious to Uh, me. Uh, William, roll your D100 for your Hopi Storyteller special ability. Oh, not William. William? Or, sorry, uh, Harold. Sorry. Okay.
5: That was the uh, language, right? Or which one was
1: it? Um, it was just roll a d one hundred. It was just a fifty fifty chance of. of...
0: Can I? Um, what was that? Would medicine have covered uh, what I potentially think the superficial
1: trauma could have been? Like the stuff that's like missing? Was it like pulled off or? Yeah, yeah. You can you can tell that um, it's almost like the skin has kind of been peeled off as it was moved like some Mm of it uh looks like it was scraped and you can kind of piece together from their story of how they had to crawl through the the tunnel in order to get through that that hole in the door that
3: some of the skin
1: was probably peeled off as it was pushed through that hole so it's it is it not looking like these creatures just sat around and savaged the corpse no it, it looks like um yeah what Whatever happened is is uh, skull got caved in for something, and then yeah, the rest of it was just handling the body and pushing it through and trying to get it get it out. Was it still partially clothed? Uh, yeah, the clothing is kind of shredded on it. I'll uh, search for ID. Um, okay, yeah, um, some sort of identifying markings or or paperwork or something. Yeah, no no identification that you can find. Um, and one thing that kind of surprises you is that, like, when you really search the pockets, there's not really anything in mm. it in its pockets. Like you would expect to see some sort of supplies if he was out this yeah. far. But yeah, there's nothing. Wedding ring? No wedding ring. Hmm.
3: Maybe he knew of his illness and went to this place for his death. Oh, as bad as this is, he knew. <laughs> Maybe because we couldn't tell the say the race of the man because mm-hmm. of the decomposition
1: yeah yeah from the little bit of clothes he seemed like a, a common farmer type uh he's got some like flannel flannel and jeans and like yeah
0: well we can give his boots a lick and see if we can place uh-huh. where the dirt comes from <laughs> wow this is pure west virginia soil
1: right here <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so Harold, you did not succeed on your Hopi Storyteller, so oh. yeah, we will continue on. So yeah, you've got the body here. You've got... Can we sleep after this, or should we go into the cave now?
4: Just well, get it
3: over with. I'd be curious, too curious to sleep, I suppose. Okay. But I, I feel like it's still... Because you were still up late, right? And you went off to, yeah. to take yeah, a Yeah, I don't think going into the uh, the dwelling of a a wild creature we're
5: unfulfil- or unfamiliar with, late at night on little sleep is going to be the
1: best idea. Yeah, and the the doctor did take a little while to do his full medical examination of the of the mm. corpse. So yeah, it's it's probably a little bit after midnight.
0: Plus, my time. feet are trying to turn As into we one should,
1: giant blister.
5: <laughs> we should get uh, get what rest we can, but we should definitely set a watch for the rest of the night. No. <laughs>
4: Yeah, and let's wear ourselves out by putting rocks on this corpse. See if we can stop it from moving again.
5: <laughs> That's what uh, Jebediah
1: and Alan are for. Yes. Yep. So yeah, they your uh, your porters. They they actually are like uh, build a cairn in the style of <laughs> yeah. They yeah they they uh, will take up the task and uh, say that they'll also keep watch while they while they do it, so. Thanks. Yeah, somebody will wake up early and, and give them some rest, then yeah, they'll, they'll take the first half of the night. You are a blessing in disguise. Good night, gentlemen.
0: <laughs> wake me if the corpse moves. <laughs> All, All right. right. Yeah, If they're going to offer that, then I'll go and try to get some sleep. Yeah, I'm fine waking up early. I'll probably... I'm guessing I'm probably pretty used to Either odd hours or early hours.
1: Yeah. Yeah. With uh, an ER rotation, you kind of get in the habit of having hours shift
3: on you. So. And also, that's when the dreams start after a couple hours. <laughs> 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 I'm just imagining that they brought in all these victims and you were just so overwhelmed, you just stood there. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, the rest of the
1: night passes uneventfully. Um, those of you who do manage to sleep, Sleep a little bit fitfully, but, um, yeah, you wake up the next morning and, and the body has been covered. There's like the ground around here is not really conducive to digging a a grave, but yeah, they've got him, they've got a cairn set up.
4: So so we are like ready to go and we go to that cave.
0: Okay.
3: Yeah, (laughs) uh, (laughs) I've got to spend the day tearing down (laughs) (laughs) Well I'll I'll give my um, As I stayed up late thinking about this I'll run by Sterling That I've thought of two motivations for these creatures And one is that the man knew he was sick And came here to die And that perhaps they just returned him To who they mistakenly thought were the people he belonged to
4: Oh interesting like we lost him
3: Right, like they thought we were maybe the Hopi or something like that. Uh, Alternatively, it was just a disgust response to one of our corpses in in their area, and they might might not take kindly to us going there again, which we somewhat expect, but perhaps if it is the former theory that if we approach with the proper humility to these creatures that we may come through unarmed.
4: Yeah, I'm very curious to see what that tunnel looks like that we blocked with rocks. Mm -hmm. I think if it's been unblocked, I lead towards your first speculation.
1: All right, so everyone's heading up to the cave? Yeah. I've got
0: to tear down this medical equipment and
1: get it ready to move uh, so we can investigate this other cave. So unfortunately, I will not be gone. All right. So you'll be staying behind. (laughs) The porters will uh, be breaking down the camp and uh, packing it up in a way that you guys can move it to another site and they'll... But here comes the fun part because eventually the porters are going to go with everything,
0: and I'll be left out in the middle of freaking nowhere.
1: No, they're not going to they're not going to leave you until the rest okay. of them come back. But yeah, they're they're just making everything ready for the camp to move um, to the south. So yeah just just uh, packing up the tents and everything. Uh, so the rest of you, yeah, you get up up to the cave, and once again, like, um, so roll another track uh, for anyone that feels like it
3: yeah i don't really have it but i'll try that's 10 percent. might as well yeah mm. although i don't think i would be doing that so i won't
1: mm. well, you so yeah harold uh just
0: glancing at the ground but i don't think i am well you could be doing it with all the enthusiasm of someone who <laughs> thinks that they've figured out what uh right
1: the actual trackers are doing <laughs> so yeah harold kind of points out that uh they're two different sets of these tracks. Some of them have, like, your prints over them. Yeah. And some of them are over your prints. So it it looks as if these creatures have come and gone uh, since you left last night. And, yeah, once you get in, you you pass those statues as you're heading up the door, and, and, yeah, all the rocks that you had placed in that hole to try and shut it up are now laying on the ground uh, right beneath where that hole is. Hmm. Yeah, so they
4: push their way out was the same creatures we saw that moved the body.
3: Yes, that does show a high level of intelligence. Mm.
4: Shall we go through and get the
3: artifact? I think so, but I would caution everybody to keep your hostility towards these creatures in check. If they are as intelligent as I think they are.
1: All right. So who's going through first? I'll
3: I'll go for it.
2: No,
1: I'll to volunteer, I'll go
5: and lead the way.
2: Yeah, I'll go first. All right. But I want to, you know, That's poke yeah. my head through and shine the light real good everywhere, make sure it's safe. So yeah, first how, Higgins like, it's just is just about to whole... like,
1: start crawling through it. Um, <laughs> it. It's about the a little bit bigger than a basketball, so.
2: It's like big enough for us to squeeze through.
5: Yeah. yeah. And then what about once we get in? Then it's like an open. Yeah, then it opens, up. opens back up. Okay.
1: Yeah. So, yeah, Hig- uh, first Higgins walks up like he's about to just go right on through. And Arthur's like, whoa, whoa, whoa.
2: <laughs> yeah, hang on a second. All Let right. me go through, Dr. Doctor, professor.
3: Doctor. I just always think it would be better if I went first since I'm a full-figured academic. <laughs> that way we don't we don't split the party <laughs> with me stuck in between. <laughs>
1: uh, so, yeah, Arthur, do you— pull out your magnet. Yeah. You, so yeah, he's, he's crawling through. He's got, you know, a light source in one hand and he's got his magnum in the other. As he, as he goes through, um, once you get to the other side, roll a listen check.
2: Okay. All right. Yeah. So I get through there and I'm going to listen with all my heart success. Nice. Yeah.
1: All right. So yeah, you, you listen and you listen and you're, you're kind of trying to hear for that sound that, you'd associated with them before but dead silence
2: okay I don't hear oh whisper back I don't hear anything
1: all right let's
3: go through move okay. the way James
2: all right yeah so Is I'll that, move forward enough to make room for them
3: are we doing dex rolls again or just um assuming we've worn the path nah.
1: yeah we'll assume that you've worn the path <laughs> um, you've okay. kind of yeah gotten your shimmy down <laughs> We all go through. And we get
4: the artifact.
1: It's gone. Yeah. Oh no! Once oh, you get you to got... the other side, it is actually in the exact same spot where where you had left it before.
3: All right.
4: Well, let's let's have the scouts lead us down to this the end of the junction and see what's there. Okay. Sort of always
0: get some. The, mm-hmm. No, it's like I do, this uh, part? Let's go a little eight, bit further. Okay. Uh,
4: a
5: track, or uh, I don't know if that would be the right one. Is uh. Uh, I guess spot maybe spot hidden. Just looking for any little you know, hidey holes that these things could be lurking into ambushes.
1: Yeah. Actually everyone do a spot hidden check if you, as you're moving down that, that hallway. And it is about uh you know, twelve, thirteen feet wide, about nine, ten feet high on this side. Um, and those those statues do line both sides once again. Kind of following the same pattern where they're standing, kneeling, eventually laying down. And then from the laying down, then they kind of go reverse through back up to standing. And it just kind of follows that pattern about every five five to six feet. All right. Spot hidden. Spot hidden. Mm-hmm. All right. So, no, you don't see any any hidey holes. Um, it's kind of hard to, to um, hide much because these walls are just worked stone um just flat you can see glyphs on them but for the most part you you don't know what what they mean like they don't look familiar um higgins and sterling um higgins you're the first one to point it out but sterling you're you're not far behind them every iteration of these statues changes slightly um like in pose or in the the form in the form and the depiction like uh they're all of of a woman but as you go down you start realizing that some of her features changes with each iteration hmm. um like her her hands will be like her fingers will be longer almost more like ape like um or her her features will be more angular in one iteration than the next um she'll be slightly larger in in one um her her feet will look just slightly different in the next one. Um, you even see one um, where it almost looks like she has gills.
3: Hmm. Well, very curious transformation narrative here. Yeah. To something aquatic.
1: Well, that aquatic, that one with the gills, was like midway, midway down. So yeah, like it, oh. like all of them our human shape just slightly variated.
3: Okay. So it doesn't seem like, uh, this is a progression exactly, but more like, uh, like different things yeah. in each one. Yeah. yeah. Like almost like, like if I were just to just show a series of different animals. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But all on the same woman, just sort yeah. of, okay.
1: Yeah. Just like, almost like uh you know if you're doing a character creation and you like yeah. s- change one feature about them in each iteration and but then you go back to the base in between
3: hmm. some sort of expression of animism perhaps sterling what do you think
4: yeah it's it's as if each time they're they create the sculpture they
1: add or subtract something new and James roll you're a cult
3: hmm. oh that's me <laughs> yeah. A cult. Fail. Alright. Push it. Well, can I can I push this one? I suppose I have to come up with an idea. Um Maybe um No. Well, I could go to a different culture skill, maybe. Mm-hmm. Like a history or anthropology. So I'm thinking of like a cult stories at first, but maybe there's something more historical or that I heard that a different tribe did that might fit into that slot would be the only way I can think of pushing it or it's not explicitly some like black magic tome. I read it from, but just something I hear heard that's interesting about a tribe in Australia or whatever. Yeah, go ahead. So anthropology. Yeah. Here's the push 50, 50. Hmm. Something bad's going to happen. Extreme. <laughs> Always <push>. All right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, you uh you're actually reminded of um of the local Hopi Indian legend of the underworld. Oh, okay. Um where originally their tribe and their people had started underneath the ground and then there was a a schism and it was told that uh there were two groups that formed. One was of one heart and one was of two heart and the the ones that were of two heart left the underground and the uh, the underworld and the uh, the denizens of the the depths and went up to the surface and those are the people that are now known as as the Hobie tribe. But the one heart remained behind. Yeah, the one heart remained behind, and um, it was actually. Uh, yeah jacob harold uh roll your hopi storytelling again so yeah this sparks in your mind yeah i'll start
3: sharing it all and i'll I'll say it's just blind luck i happen to be reading about them because i knew they were in this area and i just read it recently on the travel down here but i'll share what i knew all right and harold roll one more
1: unfortunately i have no inner monologue
3: so so i all right oh,
1: nice so yeah um yeah it, as he's talking through this this legend you're you of course having been raised by the hopi um know quite a bit m- more in depth about <laughs> it and the the legend goes that before humans became what they were uh that they had to kind of grow into becoming human and that there was uh demons and gods that led their progression to becoming human Mm-hmm. and that each of these um, statues could represent like an attempt by one of the gods to refine humanity based on other animals
3: i see
5: is they w- so is there any are there any gods that they had brought uh, with them out of
1: the uh under, underworld the two heart you talking about No, the the schism was actually about that. The two hearts wanted to um, live their own life. They wanted to split off and and live their existence. Whereas the ones of one heart uh, were still um, kind of being stepstones towards a different race. But they had almost like a hive mind type of mentality. So they were like all trying to find their form that they wanted to take? Um, more like uh, they were worshipers of, of a deity that was trying to perfect the human race. And so they they were they were uh, fanatical worshipers of that deity.
3: So that's what these figures represent as different attempts, perhaps, mm-hmm. by the gods, the Hopi gods?
1: Yeah, kind of the progression of... Humanity becoming humanity, Um, little tweaks here, little tweaks there until they've kind of solidified into what became humans.
3: I suppose it's uh, one of those curiosities of mythologically true, you know, mirroring what we've discovered in evolution. Sorry, good doctor. I know that isn't. Oh, right. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, right. He didn't come. Anyhow, uh, Reflexive apology. (laughs) Right. Well, it says I'm well-liked, so. but it's actually difficult to play a well-liked person. yeah. <laughs> <Kinda> <laughs> Especially kinda... if there's this implicit idea that I'm always, like, n- a nattering on. But, um, yeah.
0: Uh, but we know from character creation in video games that how you do it is you put those sliders to an extreme and then you tone them down. So as you guys are walking
1: down this cave, <laughs> stuff's going to start getting real, real bad for you. <laughs> but, yeah, as, as you're walking down, um, let's see. Arthur and Harold, roll, roll your natural world. Oh, nice. Success. Nice. And Harold, you've you got a hard success. All right. So both of you have, have noticed that there is wind in this tunnel. Yeah, I do not want to say anything. That's the first thing that that kind of gets you. And, you know, the archaeologists have have mentioned that, you know, the the way that the walls are shaped is as if, you know, wind has been blowing through them. Um, Harold, you notice that it seems to come in in gusts, like uh, almost like there's a pattern to it. So, yeah, you'll get a a bit of a gust and then there will be no wind and then there will be a gust and then there will be no wind. Um, uh, almost like a, uh, Arthur, you attribute it to almost like a, the pattern of someone breathing mm. like a long breath, uh, like the, the, when, when there's not wind, it's almost like, um, a missing inhale. Okay. But then, yeah, then the exhale comes and you get that, that's a uh, steady wind that kind of ramps up and then tails off and yeah, yeah it follows that pattern almost like something is is breathing through this tunnel.
2: Yeah, so I'll, I mean, I'll point that out. Uh, you know, I noticed that this this breeze is is very regular. Yeah, Anybody and Harold noticed that.
1: Yeah, Harold, you immediately recognize it along with. Yeah, you.
2: it's like some so
1: great
2: creature it. is breathing, perhaps a dragon. <laughs> <laughs>
3: As he's. No. always plays it straight, I'll be quite alarmed at this. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, but it seems, seems too regular to be natural to me.
4: Yeah, yeah I've never, in the, even in the pyramids, the the places where they've planned to have a breeze through it, it, the only way it would be so regular is if it was like a wind, like mm-hmm. a strange weather phenomenon. It's unlikely.
1: Right. So, yeah, you... All this, you, you kind of notice all these things as you're walking along and it goes on for, for quite a while, but eventually you hit a cave in, um, and in that cave in, it looks like the, the walls kind of collapsed in it's, you can still see the semblance of like worked stone, uh, but there are tunnels roughly the size of a football that, um, go through it in several different places these creatures must be smaller than I thought
2: or, or they can constrict themselves more than, than it seems they could.
1: Yeah. The entire way you've been listening for for them, you've been looking for them, nothing. Okay.
2: Um, and so we've reached this point where now the only holes are these football size ones. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I want to put the electric torch up and see how far they go.
1: Um, you can see down there, but it it has kind of the the semblance of rubble that's been tunneled through slightly where it's almost like stones have been removed while while the rest of it, so it kind of moves around a bit you you can't really see how like all the way through it okay but yeah, you can see that it goes back a little ways and then it kind of dips a little bit and turns a little bit how uh, many you, are there? there are about a half a dozen of them okay.
2: Well, we're not going to fit through here, gentlemen, right?
1: Nope. Yeah. Yeah. Another dead end,
4: then.
2: Mm-hmm. Seems to be. Well,
4: our last... Tomorrow we
5: can meet at the cave to the south. Can I do a uh, track to see if I... I don't know. If, again, I don't know if it'll be track or hot spot hidden, but uh, if there was anything that I can see that's been disturbed by something, uh, you know, an animal moving through or a person moving through. Like... Check and see if
0: it's like frequently used game trail type thing.
5: Yeah. uh, I mean, these things had to have come from somewhere. And uh, they're obviously not here. We haven't seen any any signs of them living in this area that we've we've been walking through. So they had to have gone somewhere.
3: We were here yesterday towards the end
5: of
1: the
3: day, right? Yeah. Yeah. So perhaps they have some evening to night. What do they call tra-
1: that? Uh, but yeah, roll your track and your spot hidden. They're sleeping. Circadian, or is
3: it- yeah. The the rhythm I can't diurnal is when you're I think, diurnal and nocturnal. Right?
1: Yeah. So no, um,
5: yeah. <laughs> close in this cave, eyes and like shake my head. Nope, can't see anything, guys.
1: <laughs> well, in the cave, there's there's not a whole lot of dust or anything like that 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 you can see. Um, so it's it's really difficult to tell if something's been disturbed or not or how long it's been since it was disturbed. Yeah, I think
5: we'll have to try and see if we can find another path through.
2: Yeah. Or the southern cave that the other people scouted.
4: Yeah, let's make our way back to camp and send them back to the rafts to meet us on Bright Angel Creek.
1: Mm -hmm. Alright. So, yeah, about midday, um, the, the rest of the party comes back and you know, Williams and and uh, oh, and Higgins, so Sterling and, w- and Higgins are, you know, discussing back and forth over this stone that Williams has cradling uh, that he brings back.
0: Yeah, I figure I would have spent my time uh, helping the uh, guides pack up, get ready for that. Like, yeah. but uh, yeah, you know, unfortunate. I was hoping you guys would bring home one of them uh, lizards. <laughs> <laughs> No such law.
5: What, what does that uh, rock say
4: that you're carrying? Well, I forget what it says. So, like I, I could it, it, it has both the the ancient Egyptian language that I know and the runes that we've seen by these statues. So
1: I was able to make a translation. So yeah, you've got Egyptian and Sumerian. So um, roll both of those. One, two. Mm. <laughs> what what do so, yeah, you do, uh, Justin? <laughs> come on. <laughs> so, you can't translate it in whole. Like it, it, it doesn't come across as uh as, you know, uh any kind of text that you can just say. You, right now you're kind of cursing um actually roll your library use. And uh, we'll do a group luck as well. Maybe find find if he had some books. So that I got were... a forty
5: four for my luck, or sorry, forty eight. Who's got? Okay. who's got
0: the lowest forty
1: one?
2: What are we doing, luck? Yeah, you
1: know, who's got the low lowest luck? Oh, we're looking so for lowest thirty four. Thirty four. Travis uh, um, is fifty five. All right, so thirty four. Roll your your luck. Hmm.
2: I use luck.
1: <laughs> <So>. <laughs> all right. So you don't have um you you don't remember like all the text, but you do have uh you did happen to bring a book that has some of of what you had studied with you. And using your library use you can um, pull up your old like your journal and other things and, and use that to um, decipher part of it, um, and what you you do find uh, speaks of um, health and rejuvenation, um, but there is also mention of Anubis and the gods of the underworld. Well, so I'll share that with the group. See,
4: here these 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 uh, glyphs go back to the Egyptian god Anubis. So there is some kind of overlap although I'm not it's not as clear to me as I thought it was yesterday I'm not sure what they're trying to tell us if anything it could be just uh, s- something about healing something about rejuvenation in the mountains
3: perhaps that's why the man came to the cave but oh perhaps his yeah death was just accidental it wasn't killed by these creatures but
4: he was there because of the legends of rejuvenation.
3: Because of the cancer. Precisely.
2: Well, what I want to know is who brought all these statues and whatnot, and when did they do it? Because well, I'm not sure how how they could have all got that up there without you know me or people like me that regularly...
4: Uh, these are ancient. I, too, thought maybe it was Kincaid <laughs> coming to plant some evidence, mm. but Kind of hard to plan. The structures out. are too
1: too massive, too <laughs> immense. Kincaid, who's who's been you know kind of quiet for the most part, he had been staying behind with the doctor and over helping oversee things. He's like, I would never. This is exactly what I've been trying to prove, so that I can uh, regain my. He
5: covers up some stuff he'd like scratched into the dirt. <laughs> Lay off it, just in case we didn't find anything or bring anything <laughs> back.
0: Yeah. L- lay off it, Kincaid. All you got to do is listen to yourself
3: speak. <laughs> Ramsey's was here. He's <laughs> it. <laughs> It's all true. Um,
1: so uh, let's see here. Travis, if you want to make either an occult or a library use uh, to do your uh, skill in abnormal studies for translation. So that it? Are we done here, gentlemen? I found your proof. Uh,
0: we found uh, I, don't, proof. I don't
5: know if one item would really constitute
1: proof, though. Is that... I am uh, also really says interested no. in these lizard No, guys. we... We are not done yet. They will not accept this as proof. I need to find the cave that I, I I need to find a way back to the cave that I had found before that has has the statue and has the uh, the mummies in the sarcophagus.
3: Well, it could be proof, but we won't know until I think we're right on the edge of the, like radiocarbon type stuff. Yeah. So it wouldn't be until we can take it back to the Smithsonian and and have the is it a tablet?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And one of the problems is that it's a stone tablet, right? Uh, which you can't really do radiocarbon dating on it. Um yeah. so, oh, come on, Kincaid. If
0: uh, we got wild creatures out here uh, throwing rocks and bashing in cancer's patients brains. Yeah. You, you at least need to make it back to civilization. So you, with your proof uh, we die out here in some damn
1: tunnel, ain't no one going to know.
0: Except for well, me, I don't want to die in a tunnel.
1: <laughs> we've got the porters with us, and they can uh, they can take word back if we don't. And they they know where we're headed, and they they can send people to, to to help us if we get trapped or or injured in any way. No, yeah, and I
4: will send this tablet with them down to the rafts to meet us on the other side.
1: Uh, right, so what Kane did last time. So Higgins, uh, yeah, that is actually what it did he had he had sent. Uh, stuff back with um people had come with him and sent it on a a train and it never arrived at its destination um but higgins yeah you uh using using it almost like a rosetta stone and using the few pieces that that uh he was able to translate it from the egyptian you're able to start kind of pointing out glyphs in this uh weird language that likely correspond to the same kinds of things like you see them in both places uh, multiple times and so yeah you're starting to decode this new language a little bit
3: yeah well i'll begin you know scribbling furiously in my journal any uh, correlation i can make yeah uh, you know as much as i can before we decide to leave
0: we're in the middle of a conversation boy it's kind of rude that you've just got your nose in that notebook <laughs> <laughs> uh,
3: you're quite right doctor <laughs> 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 I'll put it away. My fingers twitching, <laughs> but I'll be—I I'll wonder what. I, there you go. What I did to the doctor? He's got it out for me. I kind of have it out for everyone. Kind of, kind of. cantankerous,
0: Yeah. This goes my—my feet is one blister. <laughs> I ain't walking on no skin and bone at all. Blister down there. Here, have yourself a
1: dip of this. <laughs> I'll pass it on. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, do you move the camp today, or do you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, like
0: I think the idea was to break down and begin hiking towards uh, our southern
1: camp. All right. So, yeah, you you follow that purple trail that somebody put on on the map, um, and when you come out, so yeah, just like uh, like Jacobson had had mentioned uh, at, at the entrance to the cave here. Um, it's just like any other cave, although you recognize the signs of the same kind of thing where it, you, little bits of worked stone that you can make out, but most of it is kind of windblown and it's just a, a wide open tunnel all the way down. Uh, for some reason, this one doesn't have statues, although it almost seems like there's rubble of those statues. So
0: we, uh, sitting up camp outside the tunnel and on the other side.
1: On the other side. Uh, you just want me walking all day. <laughs> <laughs> well, once you get to the other side uh, over here, uh, you, you have to climb down uh, a pretty, pretty steep cliff face from where the tunnel exits. But there is a location here where um, you can make up a, a decent camp.
4: So we make our camp there, and then what time is it?
1: Uh, by the time you get there, uh because it's in in that kind of canyon, the the light's already dimming.
3: And a very vivid vivid image of you convincing us to make you a palanquin and to just
1: <laughs> fanning yourself. I was low. actually <laughs> waiting for him to propose that.
3: <laughs> <laughs> but um I know uh, we're all excited, but if I if I might suggest that we wait until first light to enter this cave, just out of an abundance of caution, as these creatures appear to be less active. Yeah. <sighs>
4: yeah, that's a good strategy. But I think we should still do guards watchmen at night.
3: Well when you say yes. that I always assume it it, it means the hired help. Yeah, and not us from the Smithsonian. <laughs> we got a uh, water source nearby. <laughs> uh,
1: there is a Bright Angel Creek that's just down a little ways from from where you are. All right. Um, and yeah, Arthur and and uh, Harold can go and fill up any canteens that are running right. light. But well, I need to soak my feet uh, after no. all that hiking. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, the source of the the stream is not too far away. If you don't mind, uh, it's about a quarter of a mile hike down from where you are oh good lord (laughs) so yeah you can see the spring but whether or not you actually want to go to it is
0: you know what i will okay all right i'm gonna take a hike on down to that stream over there get myself some water dip my feet
1: (laughs) yeah well it's all good with you to
5: fill some uh canteens if you don't mind the company
3: This has been a Death Watch production. Thank you for listening.